Hey, hey, hey. Guess what? It's a Wednesday and another day, another rant day. Hey, I'm David Solomon. I am flying solo today as my good friend and partner in crime, Stuart Brisgell, is away for the next few days. For those of you who are new, we're getting all kinds of interest from people around the world who say, hey, what are you? I want to welcome you to the Rant Network. This is a podcast hosted normally by my friend Stuart Brisgell out of Florida, myself, David Solomon, where we bring you unfiltered and uncensored conversations on a wide range of topics. Our podcast is dedicated to giving you a platform to express your opinions, share your stories, and hear from a variety of perspectives. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, Friday as we dive into the latest news, pop culture, politics, and everything in between. From rants about the absurdity of modern life to discussions about the deeper issues about affecting our society, the Rant Network has got you covered. We are experienced, you know, we're experienced podcasters and bring our unique perspectives and insights to every episode. We are committed on creating a space where everyone, we don't care where you come from, what your political inclination is, no problem. We want you to share your thoughts, experiences, ideas, and you're not afraid to tackle the controversial topics and offer honest opinions. So sit back, join me now on this journey of discovery, inspiration. It's the Rant Network time, ladies and gentlemen. And, and for those of you, you know, like normally when Stuart's here, we, you know, we talk a lot about U.S. politics because this is what he knows of. And he's an ex-Canadian. And unfortunately, he's been away for so long that whatever happens in Canada, he gets from, you know, the news when it rarely happens in the United States. It appears that recently the only time that we talk about, you know, um, you know, Canada and the United States is about if a balloon from China flies over and we shoot it down. Otherwise, no one cares in the United States about Canada. But we as Canadians do. And we're frustrated. And recent events, you know, has brought me to think about my pride as a Canadian. I'm a Canadian. I'm born and raised here in Canada. I, I, I travel the world, and when I tell people from Australia to Japan to Middle East, you know, uh, South America, I'm Canadian. There's a certain reverence. There's a certain attitude that people give me going, wow, you're lucky to be Canadian. And this is how I've been feeling for the longest time. But recently, I'm starting to get ill. I'm not starting to be comfortable. I'm starting to wonder about my me being a Canadian. Because it's really gotten very messed up. And we started to adopt many of the trends and the tendencies that, you know, other countries down south, you know, like, for example, have, you know, adopted. And uh, it's, it's getting to a point where I think we're, 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 we got to really rethink ourselves. So let's talk about a couple of incidents that occurred recently. For those of you who are not aware, John Tory, Toronto mayor, stepped down. All of a sudden, this is not a guy who just started the job. He's been around for quite some time, been reelected. But like many other politicians, they like to dabble. And in his dabbling is a sexual affair with a staffer half his age. And in 2023, that is an egregious act. John Tory took the sword and resigned immediately. No inquiry, no questions. He resigned. Now, I would say that that's not new. I mean, we, we know about this in the Western world. I think dem- as soon as we talked about democracy, we've talked about affairs. I mean, it's, it's, it's global. This isn't a new thing. What upset me about this, though, was that 
Christian Freeland, the Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister here in Canada, who's also an MP from the Toronto region, decided to poke her nose into this and said that it was a good thing that John Tory resigned for ethical reasons. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but for ethical reasons, it was a good thing that John Tory resigned. Where I got ill was that Christian Freeland isn't upholding her party, her members, to the same ethical standards as John Tory. Mario Dion is the ethics minister, uh, ethics commissioner, excuse me, and uh, he has a seven-year mandate. And after five years, I think the number of ethics violations he's had to deal with has made him ill. And for, uh, being very facetious, he is unfortunately uh, retiring due to uh, health conditions. But once again, Mr. Dion pointing the finger yet again at another, God bless, another minister, another MP, this one, Greg Fargus, uh, you know, who decided that, you know, he's, you know, yeah, another ethics violation. He's also pointed the finger at, at the Canadian government spending $6,000 a night on a hotel. Nobody knows who it is. But the nightly rate of $6,000. One person stayed in a swanky London suite replete with butler service and a killer view of the Thames. $6,000 a night, $30,000 pissed out the window. But nobody knows who it is. Mary Dion looked and said, I, in my life, he's never, he says, I've never, I don't understand. Have you read the ethics rules? And he suggested, suggested that there would be training for liberal members of parliament to adhere to the ethics rules. Mr. Trudeau has violated numerous times, but now Mr. Dion has said that there should be training. I mean, hello, these are not new politicians. Many of them have been in, you know, in their position for many moons. The election wasn't yesterday. What do you mean now you should have some training? Do you not get it at all? That we're sick and tired of the liberal government being, you know, above the law, above ethics. I mean, it doesn't matter about racists. It doesn't matter about all these things. No, what matters is that Justin Trudeau and his colleagues can do and act any way they want. Ethics be damned. But John Tory, though, should resign immediately for having an affair with a woman. The truth of the matter is that John Tory has to face his wife and deal with his marriage right now. Okay, that's his biggest problem. But as Canadians, our government is wasting your money, lying to you, cheating, putting more money in pocket into their friends' pockets, doing things, spending your money. While you and I are struggling to make ends meet during a recession and during an inflationary time. That's not all. Unfortunately, Mr. Trudeau also believed that racism here needs to be handled, but only one, Islamophobia. And he nominated an individual to take care, to be the head on a national-wide case to deal with Islamophobia. Now, that's interesting because while, you know, Muslims are, there are racist, you know, you know antics towards Muslims, what about everybody else? Why do we need an individual whose sole purpose is Islamophobia? And let me tell you, this person didn't come, you know, she's a journalist, she didn't come through cleanly. 
And the folks here, and she virtually insulted everybody in Quebec by calling everybody here a racist. Look, Bill 96 is, is a mess here in Quebec where as a minority, I'm going to lose my rights. Okay. Be damned what the government is saying. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah, I have my issues as a minority. And to tell Justin Trudeau that the only person you should put in place is someone to take care of Islamophobia? Wow, you want to talk about pandering to votes? I'm not saying it's not a good idea. But what about every other community? The Asian community has been persecuted. The Jewish community has been persecuted. Other communities, the native, you know, you know, can, you know, Canadian natives are, are persecuted. But we're only going to focus on Islamophobia. What is going on here? What are we doing here in this country? I don't get it. I mean, it's enough that my minority rights are be, are under under threat thanks to the federal government. I'm going to lose even more, you know, of my minority rights because the preservation of French, not in Quebec but outside of Quebec, is so essential. But what about preserving English rights, our minority rights here? We're the largest minority in Quebec. We, there are no other large minorities like us, and yet we're losing left, right, and center. But you see, Mr. Trudeau doesn't want to lose votes in Quebec because Quebec has been supporting him to the election. So he's ignoring our plight, even though the island of Montreal votes for liberal. We're still blindly would rather have Justin Trudeau and the liberals in power and lose our rights. I'm wondering what's wrong with our community. What's wrong with English Canadians here in Quebec? Again, it doesn't matter. The embarrassment is extraordinary. What a mess we're creating here. To preserve French, we have to destroy English. That doesn't make any sense. I mentioned our indigenous population, and with this, I'm going to end my rant today. The NBA All-Star Game went down on Sunday. I chose to ignore it because I think that that game is just a bunch as a joke. But I missed, apparently, the Canadian National Anthem sung by Julie Black, who stood on the global stage and modified the lyrics to the Canadian Anthem. Now, we changed it a few years ago because if you remember the old lyrics, it was All Thy Sons Command, and now we've changed it to All of Us. All of us. And, I, and I understand that. we Okay, let's get rid of... Uh, masculinity, didn't realize it's so offensive, but okay, we changed the national anthem. It was done at the federal level. But Julie Black decided that she was going to change it her own. The words, oh, Canada, our home and native land, she changed to our home on native land. One word. Changed the entire meaning of the sentence. Now, I've been hearing at plays, hockey games, performances at universities, you name it, where we acknowledge the fact that we are on native land and we're, we're, you know, we have the privilege to use it and whatever. And I have spoken to several Indigenous folks about this and they go, yes, we appreciate you acknowledging it, but it hasn't changed jack in our relationship. It hasn't changed really how we feel. Yes, the Pope apologized for killing our children, 
but we're still dealing with problems. We're still dealing with the land issue. We're still dealing, and yet nobody cares. So when you hear that in certain indigenous folks are laughing at Julie Black saying, that's nice. Great that you changed the lyrics. Who cares? It's These are words. And words have zero meaning if there are no actions behind it. I'm exhausted, mentally and fatigued by what has happened here to the indigenous population in terms of the, the residential schools where children were killed. The treatment was atrocious. They're living, in many of them, in squalor. It's awful, awful, awful conditions. I actually played hockey with a guy last week who, you know, he, he teaches kids hockey in Kanawaki. And he said, man, I don't care what people are saying. Life isn't great for them. And to change one lyric and to say that Canada is on native land, as he put it to me, what do you do? Doesn't change the reality. There has to be a resolution. And there's not a single government, provincial or federal, that has the intestinal fortitude to go and deal with this. Instead, we continue to ruin our native brothers and sisters in this country. But it's okay. She's allowed to air the dirty laundry on national television internationally to the entire world that we are colonialists, that we've taken over and we've destroyed native lands and we've appropriated it and blah, blah, blah. What do you think you're doing? Julie Black, what exactly are you doing? You're drawing attention? You draw attention to yourself. The folks on the left love you. They love you. Tom Mulcair, the NDP socialist communist who rants and raves, you know, on, on, on iHeart Radio and all that kind of stuff. And on Bell Media. They love him to pieces. He loves what she did. Wonderful. Well, what are we doing about it? Huh? Glad you're all clapping here on the left. You're happy with what you've created here in Canada? We've permitted a, a federal government to run amok. We're letting people destroy minority rights. And we change lyrics to accommodate how we feel towards the natives, but we're doing nothing. Folks, Canada is a bigger mess than I can imagine. And unless we shoot down balloons, nobody really cares about us around the world. So if we don't fix our own home, we're in bigger trouble than we could imagine. That's all for today, folks, here on the Rant Network. We hope you enjoyed this monologue and gained something. Thanks for tuning in and listening to our rants and discussions. We appreciate your support and hope you'll join us again next time. Friday, I'll be back here on noon Eastern, but we're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, noon Eastern live, which you can download us on all the podcasts. You can watch us on Facebook Live. You can see us on YouTube and Rumble. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us, share your thoughts with us, comment, we're always, always, always interested to hear what you have to say. Stay tuned, folks, to the, our next one on Friday. Take care.